years old, I developed a limp in one of my ankles, like lots of kids do from time to time. And initially, my parents thought that I'd sprained it or fallen awkwardly, or maybe even broken it somehow. However, the limp didn't improve or go away, and so Mum took me to various doctors until a proper diagnosis was made, which was when we first learned that I had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is quite unusual in youngsters, and it is obviously something generally associated with older people. However, as my family discovered, it can also affect children. In essence, rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune condition where your body attacks itself because it thinks there is something wrong with the joints, but there is actually nothing wrong at all. However, that's how the body sees it, and this causes various problems. One of these problems is difficulties with your eyesight. In my case, what initially started with my ankle eventually led to me developing cataracts in my eyes and, ultimately, glaucoma. So the condition evolved in quite a complicated way, but essentially the specific cause of my visual impairment was the subsequent glaucoma. This has caused the majority of my sight loss since the age of about six. My earliest memories of the condition beginning to take hold are quite vague. My sight didn't stop overnight, but instead suffered a gradual decline. And I can remember quite a few things about being completely sighted. I can remember watching films, going to places on holidays, and seeing people very clearly. So, in fact, when people describe things to me now, I can often imagine what they're talking about in great detail because I still have a lot of memories of seeing things as a fully sighted person. For example, I do remember what colours look like, and there are a number of films that I can sit back and watch that I saw years previously and still recall exactly what happens, because I have that visual memory from seeing it the first time. So, in many ways, I grew up with a fair amount of vision. Consequently, while I can't see things clearly now, I still approach life as a sighted person because that is the way I grew up as a young girl. I was always missing quite a bit of school because I was in and out of hospital like a yo-yo, undergoing operation after operation on my eyes. I think I notched up about 23 by adulthood. The removal of the cataracts was obviously a big deal, and then after that it was predominantly glaucoma control. The main problem with the disease is that it causes high pressure in your eyes, which consequently ends up damaging your optic nerve. Unfortunately, your optic nerve cannot be replaced or transplanted. So my operations would invariably involve the insertion of tubes to try and ease the pressure in my eyes that was being caused by the glaucoma. Doctors tried really hard, both here and in Glasgow and London, to try and stave off the high pressure but my disease was just very hard to control. Some people can control it reasonably well with nothing more than eye drops, but my glaucoma just fluctuated so much it was difficult to get a handle on. It didn't really start to calm down until I hit my late teens and early twenties. Ultimately, however, in the years leading up to that calmer period, my optic nerve had been irreparably damaged, and this led to my sight loss. Back as an eight-year-old, I started flying to eye hospitals, or hospitals with specialist eye units, in Glasgow and London, as well as visiting those in Northern Ireland that could help me.
I don't really have all that many memories of those trips. I can vaguely remember going to the Windsor Eye Unit near London. I also went to places like the Royal Eye Infirmary in Glasgow. Funnily enough, it wasn't so much the operations and the tubes that bothered me at that age. It was the anaesthetic. I knew that what they were doing to my eyes was to try to help me, but what terrified me most was being knocked out beforehand. I never liked that sensation. To me, as a young girl, it was horrifying, and I always used to get freaked out by that, because in my young mind it always felt like being unconscious was a kind of death. I do have plenty of good memories of those early years too, though. A lot of the time I had to go to adult wards because, as I mentioned, my condition was very unusual for a child. So maybe there weren't necessarily the right specialists available in the children's